Hey everyone, this is Allison Bossard, scavenger and host of Thrifty Times Podcast, a show for anyone interested in finding bargains for as little as a dollar and flipping them for profit. It's about upcycling, recycling, repurposing, and finding unique ways to make and save money. Thrifty Times, call for thrifty measures. Today on episode 12, I'm talking about credit scores. Exciting stuff. And why you have to keep track of your creditors because they can screw your score up and there's not much you can do about it. I'll tell you what recently happened to me. But first, let me tell you about some sales this week. Holiday sales have certainly picked up. A few months ago, I bought these fabulous retro design cocktail glasses called International Scooters by artist Josh Agel. Each glass has one city written on it, London, Paris, Rome, or Palm Springs. I found them at the St. Vincent de Paul thrift store in Los Angeles. The set of four glasses cost $9. I listed them for $75 and sold them for best offer at $65 plus shipping. During that same trip to the thrift store, I picked up a divided Vernonware bowl. The pattern is called Dissendot and was made circa 1957. It was also $9, and this piece just sold for $45 plus shipping. I handed that to the postman on Tuesday, December 1st, but by Friday the 4th, it had not yet been processed through the post office. I had the tracking number, and it didn't show that the post office had scanned it in yet. I was getting a little nervous, so I opened a missing package investigation. Don't ask me how I found that on USPS.gov. And suddenly, within a few hours, the package showed it was in transit and on its way to Texas. Go figure. Both of these sales had to be packed extremely carefully, especially the glasses. I bubble wrap the crap out of them, slap the boxes with fragile stickers, and said a little prayer that they make it to their destinations in one piece. Another item that sold this week, which took only about a year, was a Spanish language course from The Great Courses. After I was laid off from a corporate job about six years ago, I had this idea that I would learn Spanish. Yeah. That went the way of New Year's resolutions. The course included the DVD and workbook, both unopened. It sold for $50 plus shipping. I can't remember what I paid for it, but I think I broke even. Then last night, the Bates Motel sign that I scored at St. Vincent de Paul thrift store for $15 sold on OfferUp for $50, and the buyer drove 40 miles for it. Now let's dive into the treasure chest and talk about credit scores. What is a credit score, you ask? A person's credit score is calculated with software from Fair Isaac Corporation, or FICO. It's a three-digit number based on the information in your credit reports, and it ranges from 300 up to 850. 300 is bad. That's really low. Your FICO score is a measure lenders use to evaluate your creditworthiness. Timely payments of bills and low debt use are important factors. A low FICO score will make it harder for you to get good loan rates. The credit score helps lenders determine how likely you are to repay a loan. This in turn affects how much you can borrow, how many months you have to repay, and the interest rates you're charged. You have the right to obtain a free copy of your FICO score every year. It's important to try to do that so you can check up, you know, for any discrepancies. 
This isn't something I think about all the time, but my credit score has always been something I'm very proud of. It has remained above 800 for a very long time. I pay off my credit cards and all of my bills every month and never late because that will affect your score as well. I definitely don't live above my means. In early November, one of my credit card companies sent me an alert stating my credit score had changed. I, of course, thought, wow, it went up again. Isn't that awesome? Huh. No. Actually, when I checked it online, the score showed it had dropped 107 points from 816 down to 709. I felt my gut drop. I stared at the number and thought, am I being punked? How could this happen? I called Experian, which is one of the three credit reporting agencies, the other two being TransUnion and Equifax. I asked the agent how this happened and what it was from. She said it was Hyundai that reported two missed payments. I told her that couldn't be. I returned my car lease in August, a day before it was even due. If you listen to episode nine, you'll hear about my life living carless in Los Angeles now. She told me I'd have to speak with Hyundai. So the first representative I spoke with there said the account showed the car was returned and my account was in good standing. She told me to call the credit bureau again. Don't you hate when you're getting ping-ponged between businesses, when neither want to take responsibility for a screw-up? I did call Experian back, and a different agent was able to give me a few more details. Apparently, both the August 30th and September 30th payments had been missed. Well, of course they were missed. I no longer own the vehicle. I explained that politely to the lady. That agent then told me I'd have to call Hyundai back. I called Hyundai again and found another rep who said their credit department didn't update my information properly. Yeah, that's a shame. She also said that I'd have to write a letter to the credit department to have it rectified. I asked for their email, but she said, no, you have to mail them a letter. Snail mail? Seriously? What century are we living in? They screwed up and I have to jump through hoops to fix this now? Oh, and by the way, it could take up to 30 days to correct this mistake. FYI. So I wrote, Dear Credit Department, I leased a Santa Fe Sport in February of 2017 with the lease ending in February of 2020. In January of 2020, I extended the lease six months to end on August 25th, 2020. I returned the vehicle with all payments made and the account in good standing on Monday, August 24th, 2020. Today I was shocked to find that my credit score had dropped over 100 points from 816 down to 709. When I looked into why, I found that Hyundai Motor Finance had made an egregious error on my account. I spoke with both Clarissa and Andrea from Hyundai Motor Finance on two separate calls today. Both said that my account had been closed and was not past due. I also contacted Experian. The representative said that Hyundai claimed I did not pay the August 30th or September 30th, 2020 bills. Even though I had already closed the account, returned the vehicle on August 24th, and had no further payments due. I'd like Hyundai Motor Finance to expunge this error from all three credit bureaus immediately. Yes, 
I used words like egregious and expunged. I felt powerful for a few seconds. Then I printed the letter and placed it inside an envelope, stamped it, and dropped it into the mailbox. It felt like 1985. A week later, I received an email on November 11th from Hyundai stating that the vehicle had been removed from my account. Well, that only took three months. Thanks, Hyundai. Then a week after that, I received a letter from Experian showing the before and after of this dispute. The before indicated I had missed the August 30th and September 30th payments. The after showed that the account was closed in August and was paid, closed, and never late. Great. That's the end of that, I thought. But is it really? At the beginning of December, I checked my credit score again. It was still 709. Today, a week later, my credit score eked up to 715. Now I'm only down 101 points. I called Experian and was told that it takes time for the number to go back up and that it may never go back to the number it was. It all depends on various other factors that you're too stupid to understand. Okay, they didn't say that, but it felt that way. The rep also said that they don't control the score. That's really FICO. So then I called FICO and was told that it's really the reporting agencies who determine your score based on the information FICO gives them about your credit. When I spoke with a supervisor at FICO, I said, so bottom line is that Hyundai made this mistake on my account and now I'm paying for it. She said, unfortunately, yeah, that's the case. I need to wait about a month or so to see if it moves back up, but it might not go all the way back up to 816. The lesson here is that you have to keep track of your credit, not only in making payments and making them on time, but even when you think an account is closed, it may not really be closed. To Hyundai Motor Finance, all I have to say is, you had one job to do. And now, not only am I paying for Hyundai's mistake, I have second thoughts on whether I would buy or lease another car from them in the future. That's all for Thrifty Times Podcast this week. Please send me your questions and comments to allison at thriftytimespodcast.com. That's Allison with one L because two L's are a waste. A-L-I-S-O-N. I would love to hear from you. You can check out some of the items I spoke about today on Thrifty Times Podcast Instagram page. Until next time, stay thrifty and keep digging for treasure.